0: Welcome to Jag Bags, a discussion of all things pop culture. I'm Mike Byer. And I'm Len Foote. And welcome to the program. You are listening live from the home studios in Woodridge, Illinois, where it's standing room only tonight. And tonight is a podcast unlike any other because we have the most amount of guests that we've ever had uh, on uh, the program in our three-year history and uh, it's a very special night and um, we're joined tonight by a improv troupe uh, celebrating its 20th anniversary and they're going to be celebrating that 20th anniversary with a special performance July 29th at the Greenhouse Theater 2257 North Lincoln in Chicago curtain goes up at 7:30 p.m. please welcome hippo horsey donkey monkey welcome guys
1: Hello, hi,
0: hello there. I know, I'm like looking all over the Zoom screen. I don't even know where to um, Uh, But thanks so much for uh, joining and let's, let's everyone introduce themselves. I'm gonna start with you, Chris. Introduce yourself.
2: Hello, I'm Christopher Bewer. I am a OG original member of Hippo, Horsey, Donkey, Monkey. Uh, and uh, I was told I have to have a fun fact so my fun fact <laughs> makes, makes Len here jealous. Uh, I actually was in person for the Cubs winning the 2016 World Series in
3: Cleveland. Wow. My fun fact. In Cleveland. Uh, He's from Cleveland. I apologize. It's, it's,
0: it's still too soon. I don't know why you would bring that up. Uh,
4: <laughs> Being
0: born there, it's too soon. I agree. Let's hear from <laughs> Regan.
5: Uh, Hi, I'm Regan Davis. I'm uh, circa 2007, I think, uh, joined Hippo, Horsey, Donkey, Monkey. Uh, My fun fact uh, is that, uh, unlike Len, he had to explain to me who Mr. Hooper was in an (laughs) improv show.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's great. and uh so was that was that like did you remember once he told you you were like oh yeah him or are you still like i still have no idea who
5: that is no i'm incredibly young compared to len
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: that is true
4: Wait, we're
0: i
6: talking knew this about- was
7: gonna
5: happen but i was ready for
6: it <laughs> Did my breathing
7: out.
5: exercises all day i knew this was <laughs> happening yeah, I went, I went back and looked through the archives and it apparently is from Sesame Street. I have now learned.
3: <laughs>
0: it's uh, um, never too old to learn things. Um, that's, uh,
3: that's what Cookie Monster tells me. Right.
0: Let's, uh, let's go to Josie, the, the formless uh, void that <laughs> is in order the corner of the
1: screen. The technically challenged uh, member of the group. Um, so along with Chris and Len, I am an OG, founding member of Mercy. Um, Fun fact about me is I do remember when Mr. Hooper died. It was my first experience with death as a young child. That's how old I am.
0: Remember
5: that. <laughs> Josie, he died?
1: They oh, <laughs> had God. to explain
0: it on the show. Spoiler!
7: spoiler. <laughs> it is a spoiler. Regan, it's going to be one of our sketches in the anniversary show so for, for Mr. Hooper let's go
0: to Gamble
8: hello yes i Megan Gamble and I am an original member and I think I'm the first to like leave Chicago and go to, to LA right I think so yeah. Yeah.
6: yeah
8: and I'm so old that I knew the Kardashians before they were famous because <laughs> <laughs> I moved I moved to Calabasas when I first uh, went out there and they that's when Kim ran her store Dash and yeah i used to have like 45 minute conversations about pole dancing with her so <laughs> that's how I, had. I hadn't even started the show that's when i moved out yeah
4: man
7: uh, that's that's true beef she's not joking i believe joking.
0: it wholeheartedly <laughs>
7: yep. she, she, she makes, talks about pole dancing with everybody for 45 minutes though. But to be fair
4: it's yeah. exciting that's why she it's had to
7: move so from chicago space. the jewel cashiers are like all right enough <laughs> And Albert's and and 10 senses are all over that,
3: yeah.
9: <laughs> to be fair, Christopher, pole dancing, so I've never pulled. I took one class for my bachelorette party. Pole dancing is hard AF. You have to have a lot of core strength to be able to do that. So I understand if I could pole dance, I would brag about it too.
7: That's why we're <laughs> afraid of Gamble, because of her core strength.
9: <laughs> I just met it's her and I'm
7: When you meet her and I'm in fear at all times.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Helps me with my improv.
0: let's 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 end with Sammy, Sammy. the interrupter. (laughs) Yes.
9: Hello, I'm Sammy Balak. I joined Hippo Horsey in 2015, and I would say my fun fact is I normalized the c-word among the group. (laughs) (laughs) I was just talking about that today. (laughs) My mom is so proud.
1: (laughs) <laughs> That's the only show that I my two sets of aunts and uncles have ever been to. And oh, one is, Lord. One is yeah, Fair I Land.
7: remember that. That was the night of the thousand seas.
9: Oh, that was yeah. horrible. Yeah, it was hilarious. Or
7: amazing.
6: It
9: was amazing, but <laughs> at the end, it, it was, I am no prude, but I was like, this, this is a little too much. I'm, I'm starting to feel a little offended by myself.
7: <laughs> they had to disinfect the theater for a week. Oh. Yeah.
0: Amazing. It was just like an
9: orgy of the C-word coming okay. at you.
0: I heard it said a new Guinness record for most. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really Sammy has me. a certificate in her room. So. <laughs> uh, Len, do you want to introduce yourself?
7: I am Len Foote. I am an original and current member. And my fun fact is I do a podcast with Mike Byer called Jag Bags that you're I listening to right now.
0: That is the funnest of facts. Very meta as well um do we want to talk about uh the ones who are not here well one's got one's late and the other is mia
7: yeah well they'll, they'll pop on we'll introduce them if they show up
0: okay okay well let's uh let's uh let's start at the beginning um and just talk about and i and i don't want to be too like organized or uh, rigid about this but um I, I just uh, am curious how you all got into improv and what was it about it that that uh, appealed to you and how did you guys come together in the first place? Wow. Uh, well, as far as the
3: the, getting into improv, um, I was in
2: in Milwaukee going to school at Marquette and uh, I got dumped by a girl and I was really depressed <laughs> and uh, I didn't like. I didn't like who I was because I was always the guy that could bounce back from anything and didn't care. But this girl was important, I guess. And uh, they had an audition sign for the improv group at Marquette uh, right in my lobby. And I looked at it every day of the week that it was going. And I was like, I need to get out of this crap that I'm in. So I went and tried out and made it. And we did comedy sports like all over Wisconsin and was lots of fun. Then when I moved to Chicago, I met my wife and I was telling her this story. And she said, well, why aren't you doing improv now?
0: So <laughs> then I went to IO and I met Len. Oh, I, I, a, a bright day in Chicago and, comedy history.
2: And I said, excuse me, sir, you missed a spot while cleaning. i <laughs> um, the janitor. I'm actually in class with all of you people 72 years younger than me. <laughs>
1: I was shocked to find out Len was married because he didn't wear his wedding ring. Oh, well, he's
2: trying to pick up improv ladies. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Said, someone married you?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the studio audience takes offense.
9: <laughs> this is actually a roast of Len.
0: <laughs> oh, I
7: knew that. I knew that. Every gamble, what do you remember? Because this well, was I, this was Gamble's I, main time.
8: Oh yeah, well, I um I got into improv because I was in um. In college, my theater teacher noticed me goofing off in class. So she asked me, ADHD, she asked me to be the jester in their magical dinners. And it just like took off. And there was like this 80 year old lady. that's like, you go straight off to Hollywood, straight up. So I didn't listen. I went to Chicago. (laughs) I did the Second City Conservatory. And then someone whispered in my ear, also do IO. And that's where my first class was with Len. And yeah, I think was Jesse in that
1: class, Doug?
6: yeah
1: me um yeah gabe yeah yeah and we just
8: wanted extra practice right that was it as originally it was like hey let's practice more so
2: i was was promised we were going to be millionaires
0: what were those those classes like because i heard they were like because you know you hear stories over the years like oh it's just a big cash grab and you don't really meet anyone and those are the people that. You know didn't like it others were like it was it was great i met so many people i mean what, what was your what you i didn't meet
7: one? anyone Beav. we're just mm-hmm. sitting here 20 years later oh. with all the people i met there <laughs> there,
2: there was no one there
4: <laughs>
6: but did it help you
0: were they I, were they worth the money
6: i mean
1: well yeah i mean oh. as far as friends go yes and hours and hours of entertaining each other if no one (laughs) else
0: yeah Yeah. I mean I and it seems like you know like it seems like the teachers were pretty good and and like yeah we
8: had TJ Jagodowski and yeah Peter Gross and yeah yeah. um it's helped me with my stand up I mean Mm -hmm. because that's what I do now is I just do stand up but um it yeah everything in life in general
3: for sure, um, yeah, I would. Oh, go I on, Sam.
9: I think what struck me. So, when I took class, so as I guess the newbie of the group um, amongst this group of us. Um, so I joined in twenty fifteen. I started taking classes probably a year before then. And when I started classes, I was twenty six. I had just gotten married, and I thought. And miss performing i used to do it back in the day i miss it i want to do something and i was struck by the amount of talent around me and what was also very striking was how hungry the majority of the class was so i had it you know i consider improv something i do on the side as a hobby i have a career in communications and I was actually kind of the odd one out. I was among the older people in my class, which I found interesting in my mid to late 20s. I was one of very few married people, which may or may not have created an interesting scenario uh, (laughs) once or twice. And people were like, oh, you're married. (laughs) Um, But I think also I was really impressed by, again, the hunger. There were people who were working day jobs, know, very basic, I don't want to say basic nine to fives, but jobs that were, they worked jobs to pay the bills during the day. And then they were doing anything they could to get stage time at night. They were, they were doing open, they were doing jams, they were going to shows, they were able, they were able to stay out until midnight, and they were just so talented. And I think even though I wouldn't say I'm necessarily still Facebook friends with everyone. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily in touch with everyone I was in class with. But what has been really interesting and really impressive is seeing what people have gone on to do. I've seen people enter short film fest. I've seen people move out to LA and I, I, I mean, I, it, it's it's interesting and I admire, I really admire the hustle and the dedication to the craft.
0: Yeah, and that's not easy. It's um, not
9: easy. And I always say I chose the easy way out by having this be a side thing.
0: Right. Um, So how did the idea for Hippo Horsey start? So you guys were in IO in 2003. And and when did the idea to say, hey, you know, we should we should form a troop. How did that come about?
1: Well, I think it was like uh, Gamble said, I think we just wanted more experience. Um, we had a rehearsal space um, at a gallery, the Peter Jones Gallery, through a friend of ours who was also in the group, Daniel Halstead, and um, who was a nude male model at the time.
4: Halstead,
2: <laughs> 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 I love Dan was the oldest member of the group.
1: Yeah. Yes. yes. Yep. And
7: so
9: he was yeah. like, yeah. And I- there
7: was a painting of him in the place. Yes.
6: Yeah.
9: Good yeah, for him. And There
7: he <laughs> is, in all his glory.
9: He must <laughs> yeah. have been doing his pole <laughs> dancing. Yes. <laughs> dancing?
7: He had a good core, too. He rode his bike everywhere. <laughs> um,
1: so, yeah. So Halstead had the rehearsal space for little or no money. I don't remember anymore. And we had a coach for a little bit. Um
6: Eric
1: Rutherford. Dan Antonucci. He did once, right? Yeah.
8: He and
6: subbed. Then, Eric Rutherford he
8: subbed. was the main, okay. main coach. Oh, okay. Yeah. He,
7: okay. Each pay him five bucks each yeah. rehearsal.
1: Yeah, it was that. imagine now $5. and that was <laughs> i know
4: right
1: <laughs> and then
6: that sure all
1: <laughs> where it was like we should do something with this since we're rehearsing we became a very cohesive group um it i want to emphasize that everyone that was in hippo horsey donkey monkey there were still other people that we went I O with so it wasn't like our whole I O class suddenly broke off and did this improv team. It was a handful of us who connected in the classes at I O that all decided probably after a night of drinking that we wanted to, you know, form a group and actually see what we could do with this
8: Mullins, right? Mullins right, drinking right, at Mullins right. when no. you could
1: still smoke in the bars and I smoked right.
3: The- oh my <laughs> God, those are the days. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: yeah. Oh man. I actually wasn't in class with most of you most of the time because our schedules didn't combine. So I only got to play with you guys outside of IO and like level five. It was just me and you and ours, right?
3: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, wait, then how did you join, Chris? I, now that you say oh, that, I remember. But... It was,
2: I think level one, we might have been to get you and I were together, Josie, yes. in level one. Yes. Um, were you went with it was Sharna was teaching it and mm-hmm. she was going to pitch a show to LA that was her big thing and she interrupted our class and made us all per- like practice her pitch and do it for her basically
1: I don't remember that but yeah. there's a lot I don't remember from my early 20s so and then, <laughs> and then I feel
2: I feel like level two I do Glenn and I were in a class together and Doug and you and we're all it and, must have started in level two though. yeah it started in level two so I got to know Len, and I knew you, Josie, and then I, yes. and Gamble, were you in that original Sharna class? I can't remember.
8: I wasn't, no, I don't think I was really in the Sharna I class. Think.
2: Didn't you have
7: Jeff Briggs? Yeah. Yes, Jeff
8: I had Jeff Briggs. It was me and
2: Gamble, and I think
7: Doug and Jesse, Gabe, and Halstead were all in that
8: right. class. Right. Yeah.
6: yeah.
7: Yeah.
2: That sounds right. And yep. then level two, we were in a class yep. together. I think almost all of us were in that Yeah, class. I think maybe that was the one we all did pretty much. Because that was, was Nick, right? Wasn't Nick our teacher?
4: Yeah.
7: And he, this guy loved us, Beav. He's like, yeah. you guys are all going to be famous. We'd <laughs> <laughs> go to Mullins and just make our egos gigantic.
4: Yes.
2: Our biggest fan. Yeah. Oh, no, that's
6: one. right. You need that. Yeah, you need someone. Yeah, that's
2: that, right. Like, What's it? Nick? Canettin? I
6: don't remember.
8: What was his last name? It's,
2: it's like Joe Canelli's name, but it's not Canelli. It was Allie. Nick. Canellis? Maybe I mean he founded Baby Wants Candy, right, with Peter Gwynn? Yeah,
0: that- oh, I remember. Right? I've heard of Baby Wants Candy. I've seen them. Baby Wants Candy. Yeah,
8: they're great.
0: They were they're around so. for a while, weren't they? Yeah, they're still they around. I think. Are
1: they? Are no. they? no, I don't, I don't think don't so. There okay. was a there was a fallout, if I remember correctly.
7: Oh. Um, oh. It involved Josie. That's why she
6: knows. <laughs> It was
1: oh, there's a whole there's
8: a whole website for them now. They have a Chicago group in New York. Nick Canell. Nick
2: Cannell, I found his name. Nick oh, oh, Gina's joining. Um, and then Beav, just because Regan hasn't spoke at all. <laughs> uh, so I went off into Second City after we finished at I.O. And that's where I met Regan. And then we needed to fill Gamble's space, I believe, when she took off. We lost a bunch of L.A. or we lost Jesse Jesse, and Gabe. So, so uh, I said, "Hey guys, um, Regan's really awesome, and he doesn't have friends. So, can we bring him along?"
5: (laughs) I think that I was I was trying to fill the shoes of. uh, I know you talked about uh, someone named Gabe. Oh yeah, Gabe (laughs) (laughs) a lot. And I was yeah. apparently supposed to try and fill their shoes. You did, by the I, way. Oh, good. That's good to hear. I have no. What I, no I I what I remember,
7: Regan, is you, me, and you, and Christopher, and somebody else did a show at Mullins. That was like your break in, just to meet you. Do you remember that? It was in the top floor of Mullins. Yeah, we didn't do like a tryout. We uh, just, uh, you just you just jumped in with, us, with us. us, and I was like, yeah, I like Regan. He's in. And that was it.
5: Yeah, there was a lot. lens word is. I did long. a lot of improv shows in bars in that time. And I remember being so fed up with bar improv that I would purposely try and break whatever the plan was for the night. Like, <laughs> I think Christopher and I, we had a plan to do a two-person show and we were second in the lineup for something. And I said, let's just literally do word for word what the first group did. Well,
6: yep. and
5: yeah, <laughs> if anybody notices,
6: <laughs> that was fun.
5: Did you call yourselves Andy Kaufman when you did that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. That's the sad thing, because I think some of that bar prop was unfortunately really forgettable. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, now your guys' first show was at the Big Horse Bar, is that right, in 2000? No, that was
7: that. Uh, that was our first run. That was our, our first, we weeks. did that for week, months, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What we started out is in 2003, we we did some shows at Peter Jones Gallery, just some improv shows. And then we we would just go anywhere. Every bar that did improv, there was uh, CIC, which used to be on Lincoln. And then they moved right. to Irving. Those were some of our favorite, my favorite shows, at least. I love the CIC space. Because, it yeah, it was, was at the Corn
2: Conservatory at that
7: time. Corn Conservatory. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I think they... Oh, Anyways, but there'd there. always be, it was be like totally. three improv groups, and we'd go. Those are always a really good time. But <laughs> the big horse was a so Dan Halstead. We're gonna talk about Halstead a lot. He's he lived across the street from this bar because he lived
2: in Wicker Park, right at the main at
7: intersection,
0: the in between his yeah, main mid- modeling job. Yeah. Yes.
2: Well, but he lived in the Flatiron in a artist's studio in a non-quasi-legal uh, residence. Yeah, I think he lived with four Mexican guys, if I remember correctly,
7: in a
3: closet, in a closet, <laughs> in a closet basically. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And there was a communal bathroom, and and you had to bring your own toilet paper, because we rehearsed there a couple times. And I had to go to the bathroom, and Austin goes, wait, he hands me a roll of toilet paper, <laughs> make sure you lock the door.
0: Lock the
7: door. Yeah, Josie had her shiv with her, so she. Was <laughs> if I
1: don't come back, you know where I went.
5: Oh. There's this
7: some, some long very New York.
1: Are you sure this was here? To
5: bring toilet yes. paper. Like, yes. I'm now recognizing in every rehearsal space we're in, we have to bring our own toilet paper. Len, what's <laughs> up with that?
9: This last rehearsal, right as I'm walking <laughs> out the door. tradition. <laughs> Yeah, Christopher texted me and said, Will you bring toilet paper? And I said, What?
3: And he said, We
7: said, have never course? budgeted for toilet paper. Gamble, can what, you bring I, some toilet paper to the reunion we, show, please? I think so we do.
8: should have it on stage, like during the performance. During the <laughs> I store. think we should have a like a tree.
2: A if pyramid. anyone stands up to go to the bathroom in the audience, we should grab yes. the toilet paper and yell, it.
9: hand it. <laughs> yes. Just stop whatever we're doing. <laughs> Wait. Can we
2: stop for a
7: second, and, and Gina, do you want to introduce yourself and just say a little bit about what you did with Hippo Horsey and a fun fact, because everybody did a fun fact.
10: Oh, hi. Hi, everybody. I'm so sorry I'm late. Um, I'm Gina Tribiani. I was part of Hippo Horsey when we did um, the holiday shows. Every show was a different, like, family holiday, and we were all getting together, and I played Babs, who hosted all of the shenanigans. Um and yeah, it was so much fun. I think we covered like every major holiday and like three or four very strange holidays that nobody rec- recognized as major, which was amazing. Like this is our Arbor Day show everybody. Welcome. We celebrate this. Um gosh, I don't know if I have a fun fact. I don't have many fun facts. Um I lived in New York City for a very long time and then moved to Chicago. That's kind of fun. So that's my fun fact. Again, I'm so sorry I'm late. I, I I coach at my gym at night and I we just got done with class. I'm so sorry.
0: It's all good. You uh all we did was uh, talk about the history of uh of how the the troop got started and we started to just go into uh year by year. So nice. so tell me about the monocle. That was in 2005. What was the monocle? monocle. Is that Um, your first sketch show?
1: Yeah, that's our first sketch show at Peter Jones Gallery. Um, Gosh, it was so long ago. (laughs) Uh, There
2: were definitely some uh, non-appropriate 2023 sketches. For sure. In the monocle.
1: (laughs) Oh,
8: yes.
2: (laughs) But in 2003, they were uh, apparently acceptable.
8: (laughs) I can't can't even imagine because I had them in 08. They were horrible in L.A.
1: Oh God! <laughs> there was some brief nudity, I believe. oh yeah
2: other Halstead ran naked in that show. No, Halstead
7: was naked at Abby Hoffman. That's yes. when he was naked. He was trying no, but, to get work.
1: Yeah, no, Doug was. That wasn't that where um, Doug wasn't wearing any pants when he no, was. That's
3: true. that's true. Doug was pantsless. That was.
0: I forgot what sketch that was. Yeah, he was pantsless. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's trying to get into the leg modeling business. <laughs> but <laughs> that sketch
7: show was super ambitious. It was our first one, so it was a little bloated. <laughs> it's like <laughs> anything we write will be in here. We're going to do improv also. We're going to do it on Friday and Saturday.
6: Mm-hmm. But they,
7: they gave us a good deal. They're like, give us half of what you make. They trusted us make half of what you make. And that was it. And yeah. one yeah.
2: night there was an art showing during our show. And so there were people milling around the other part of the
6: (laughs) The art gallery
2: gallery and like walking in to look at the art where we're performing because we're performing in front of art. uh, And they were very (laughs) confused and they'd stand like at the back of the seats that were set set up and then would talk about the art and then walk back out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you were like part of the gallery, like part of the gallery.
3: We, We were an exhibit. It was a fun space, though.
6: That was a great
3: space.
0: Yeah, sounds like it's. It sounds like uh like a bit a little bit of environmental theater, like if people are walking in and around. They weren't supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then uh, in two thousand six, you guys did "Don't Put Babies in Tupperware."
1: I think that was my favorite, personally.
2: And Regan was that was your first show, right? No, Regan's was. Something, oh, something no, prestigious. Off, yeah, something prestigious. Yeah,
3: that was
0: Metro Mix recommended. Mm-hmm. Both
2: yeah. of them were right. We had, uh,
7: no, not monocle. Don't no, but don't book babies in Pepperware. Well. And something pre- three in a row. We had three in a row. They got recommended. Plus Sketchfest. The Tribune wrote about us incorrectly.
6: What they say? They said,
7: "Get ready for some animal sketches." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> They got their information around there. <laughs> so these, and we had a full house, and they were like, the- "Where
4: are
2: things?
0: the animals?"
6: It no. oh, was protesting. Hurts,
2: <laughs> it was actually during the Bears playoff game. Yeah. I uh-huh. Uh So like, they they won. Yeah. Against the Seahawks, I believe, if my memory serves correct. Right before we were about to start. And so the crowd was really light. And then all of a sudden, all of even my friends and family that were across the street watching the, the the game came running in. So it ended up filling up. But it was a tough time slot being against the Bears uh
0: playoff game. Yeah. That can work in your favor though, especially if they're in a good mood. They're like,
4: woo.
6: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and you know, now your captive audience kind of. It was a great show.
7: They laughed at everything.
0: Where was that at? At uh,
7: 773, but it wasn't called Yeah, it was called the theater building back then, Belmont. and Oh, on Belmont.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge, I love that space.
3: Yeah, that was like, we just did a best of all of our favorite sketches. And one of my favorite shows ever.
0: That's and everybody,
3: big, we were just on fire that,
7: that that day.
0: That's a big space too.
7: Yeah. Well, so. there's three different there's three different rooms, at least for Sketchfest it was. Okay, but yeah, there was a good amount of people there.
6: How many Harold
1: Ramus was one of the um he did something. You guys remember? What? Of, that Harold Ramus was there. Do you guys remember that?
3: Harold Ramus was where?
1: At Sketchfest. He was at some point groups could go. And perform, and he would give notes. Yes, and yes so, I do remember. Yes, but you yeah. guys couldn't go, so I went, um, which meant that obviously we couldn't put anything up in front of him. Um, but it was really cool to kind of watch him give notes and work with improv teams. That's
2: yeah, right. I did, why, I did, did. We not go, why would we not have dropped things to go with Harold ramis to watch
7: Well, why did? I did, sketch I did ocTA sketch, which was this thing where they you just put together a sketch on one day. Mm-hmm. so i just went there on a monday and mike o'brien who be you know i've talked about that show ap bio he's the one yeah. who created that so he directed us it was me and just a bunch of people i didn't know funny guy and we did oh, a sketch Scott. show that day
8: small so world was- ap bio one of my best friends that has nothing to didn't know him ahead of time It's now one of the writers on ap Bio, or was on ap bio hey. yeah. yeah
7: that was full of <laughs> chicago people that show
3: so that's yeah and I'm then my
8: it. friend michael feldman who's not has any nothing to do with chicago and then my friend debbie june and they just happen to be yeah
3: i love that show i'm sad that I, it's not out anymore anyway What's
0: michael O'Brien doing now you were just talking about his new wasn't that one of the anyway they'll come to me michael O'Brien's new project wasn't it one of the shows that you just watched last week len
7: no, no, no. I think we just brought it up because one of the actresses from AP Bio is on
0: uh, Fubar. Oh, Fubar. That's
7: right. Did
3: you like Fubar? I just watched the first episode. That was it. A...
0: But <laughs> <laughs> let's talk anyway. about the uh, the Holiday Avengers. You guys did. A, was that a, a holiday themed improv? So why don't we talk about Regan's first one? Something
7: prestigious. Yeah, we sort of skipped right through. What do you remember right about that?
5: Oops. Uh, well, I I do remember. I think it was at the trapdoor theater, okay. which was like
6: yes. near a
5: highway. We lucked out. We named our show. Made a bunch of. I think yep. I was your graphic designer too. We sure. made a bunch of like books for the poster and postcards, and then lucked out that the we got double booked in the theater that had the space built an entire library set, so it looked <laughs> like we spent a bunch of money on the set. Uh because i think we only ran we ran like the late night slot or something like 11 or yeah, 10 30, or something 10 30 yeah. yeah uh what i remember so i like chris chris for said like hey you know come and join this group and we did like a little bit of improv and they were like we're writing some sketches and i wrote like i did like dada's theater i did super weird stuff <laughs> and all my sketches were like really high concept it was like here's celebrity baby names in a daycare, but it's actually about the UN negotiating policy. And then Len's like, I'm a shirtless used car salesman.
9: (laughs) None of this shocks me. And I was just like, okay,
5: yeah, this can work together. So I definitely, like, I had to find my group for sure. But was that, Chris, was that the one with, uh, With airline bathroom attendant yeah right yeah Yeah. that is yeah Yeah. that is my favorite sketch that we've ever done i think doug grulock wrote that
6: yeah Mm -hmm.
5: and it it was just there is a very british um butler like bathroom attendant that is squeezed into an airplane bathroom and christopher is trying to use the bathroom and i just it was the closest i've been to chris uh (laughs) At that time, I've been much closer now since we've done more and more shows now <laughs> to get as close together as possible. But that's definitely my favorite sketch we ever did. It,
2: it, is also, it ranks as my favorite sketch, uh, and it will be in the uh, reunion show, unfortunately, with Regan's role being reprised by uh, Chris Murphy instead of Regan, because... His dad had to turn seventy-five or something like that. Happy birthday to
5: Regan's dad! Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Regan, did you do yes. that as well? No,
5: I think I don't think we were directing. We didn't have like directing at that time. I think whoever it was we kind of like or... whoever wrote the sketch, yeah. directed. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and then Sarah, if I remember, wrote something about a creepy children's singer. No, I wrote it. You wrote that, okay. Yeah. And, and it was basically like, Regan, you can play guitar. Be this creepy <laughs> children's singer. Yeah, that was me.
6: Yeah. Polite singer, guy, it was
5: called. Polite singer, that's right.
7: And I did an award-winning turn playing a child.
2: It also had a very memorable moment where a cast member fell off of the stage.
5: No,
3: that was,
2: that was I Love Lucy. Oh, no, no, I just mean the show. The oh, show. Yeah. Yeah. Someone showed up, maybe not as sober as the rest of us, maybe fell off the stage. But that someone is not on this podcast, which is why they're not being called out. <laughs> if, they were, if they were currently on the podcast, I would name them.
6: Mm.
0: Protected to, uh, or not named to protect the, uh, the guilty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what, tell me about blacking out again.
1: Well, that we was- have to go back to a Holiday Avenger, right? Wasn't that before, blacking out again?
7: no holiday avengers was after okay. blacking out again was doug and doug's last show it was me doug reen nick simon sarah am i missing somebody i don't know i would moved to la to join gamble in our famousness yeah <laughs> that one we only ran for three weeks that was supposed to be a tryout and then we're gonna maybe do something at second city but then everybody kind of just disappeared a while, but that was also trapdoor theater. We had a lot. We really liked trapdoor theater. We did yeah. three shows there. They were always at 10 30 They were real oh, nice to cool. us, even when somebody left a light board on overnight. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know, Len. Ap- apropos to this title, I don't remember anything from this show. What What happened?
6: What There's was it about? Out, right? No, it, no. Blacking
7: do you remember? Out. Do you remember the sketch date night?
3: We did it at the 10-year reunion show. That was It was in that show. Okay. We only did it three times, so. though. We did one? a sketch called Serial Agent, where everybody played serial characters. You were
7: the leprechaun from Lucky Charms. Doug was the Captain I, Crunch I, guy. And I remember seeing Doug I walking get down the street with his big Captain Crunch hat.
5: I do remember that now. Okay. <laughs> So, look, I think the main thing is we clearly wrote a lot of memorable sketches.
7: That we
4: saw. <laughs> they weren't
7: da da enough for Regan. <laughs> I wrote a couple, I wrote one called Shirtless Pirate, Shirtless Refrigerator Repairman. A lot and of people just not into them.
3: Len,
9: were you doing a lot of pole dancing back then? <laughs> yeah,
0: my core was pretty good. <laughs> Oh, then was had a little following? Of,
8: I'm bummed. I'm bummed I missed the sketch phase because I mean, I mean, improv, I was okay at, but I have ADHD. I should have been on vans while I was watching, <laughs> but like the sketch, I would have been great at, but yeah. darn it.
7: Yeah. Gamble got tired of me and left early. Like
3: enough. Long, enough. Oh,
8: when did I, I think I left the end of 05, like beginning of 06.
3: Yeah. Um to do,
0: do go to L.A.
8: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, this is a funny story. So I I was on the set of War of the Worlds, and I fell in love with one of the stuntmen and he convinced me mo- to move out to L.A. And I I did because I'm an <laughs> <I> forgot <laughs> That's why you went to L.A. Oh, my God. Yes. And he's like uh-huh. in the academy now. He's like this big deal. He was he's a stunt coordinator of Breaking Bad.
6: Wow. Really? Wow. I
8: got to be on the set of Breaking Bad. Um, before I even know it was going to be good. And Brian Cranston, the improv troupe that I was in, in L.A., would do shows at the Acme Comedy Theater where I did improv. And uh, I remember him making fun of himself and how I, like nobody knew who he was. <laughs> and this is like right before Breaking Bad. And then my ex at the time was like, oh, Brian, you're doing the new show that I'm like coordinating. This is great. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. LA. You're like,
7: whatever, Brian Cranston. Enjoy. Yeah. Whatever them, uh,
8: yeah. <laughs> Just get in the show. Like we in our improv, we've had one of the backstreet boys was in that, one of our improv things. It was really funny.
0: One of the actual backstreet boys.
8: Yeah, it? what I gotta look I'll let you know when I look up which one.
0: AJ. Oh, my... I think it was Craig Johnson. <laughs> There's no Craig Johnson is not in the backstreet. Boys. He sure is probably their finest member scott oken i think, okay. think you made up those <laughs> names uh what uh, so uh, so now let's we should talk holiday avengers so that came after blacking out again and was that that it sounds like it was a you know december themed show or wasn't it
3: oh it was just like any
7: holiday oh okay pretty much every sketch had to do with a holiday but out of everybody on here, it was just me, so we won't talk about it too much. Well,
1: okay. oh. Josie,
7: Josie staged managed half of them.
1: Yeah, but wasn't Gina in? No. Not, it was a sketch you're show. Being...
7: This is a sketch show, not the improv. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. So no, this I this was stage manager.
7: So this it was, was the same like, thing. was like uh, trapdoor theater, 10:30 mm-hmm. show, and. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And Josie was a wizard, because we had two different stage managers, and the show got way better when Josie did it, because everything was. <laughs> yeah, that's. but it was, it was a really fun one.
2: Sorry, no one listening to the podcast is going to make any sense to, but Gina, is it still sunny in Indiana? Like.
10: Yeah, I mean, it's like the sun is trying, it's setting, it's going, it's leaving. Goodbye. All right. It, it just was- looked
2: really bright in comparison to how dark it is at Lensoul. Oh, I mean, house. No, there's
10: there's house. There's just a bright light shining on me for some strange reason. I'm trying to oh. find my lighting. I paid $80,000 in theater school to learn how to do that. So I'm putting my degree to use right now in this parking lot. <laughs> I'm sitting.
0: Well done. You look crisp. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say the Thank light you. is perfect.
10: Thank you. <laughs> I'm going for a very moody effect, so yeah. that's all, you know.
0: So after Holiday Avengers, then you guys had your 10-year reunion show. and Where was that?
2: Uh, a theater next to a daycare place off of Halstead, right?
6: Was Lincoln? it Lincoln? It was on
2: Lincoln, I think. It
6: yeah. was on Lincoln.
7: It was a really South nice Belmonts. Yeah, it, it was, was a really, really nice, nice venue. Yeah, it was. It was really good.
1: Was it Gorilla Tango?
3: No, no. no. It was nice. It's not it doesn't exist anymore. No, on but, it was but, on Hostead? I thought like it was across from, I thought it was from the old Vic. Vic. I thought it was Lincoln, but I thought
5: it was it, was it was south of Belmont, right across from the old Vic, if I remember right.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: It wasn't the Briar Street Theater, was it?
3: Where the blue man played no. for all those years? No, no, no. Not, not there. Yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: so, it was the 10 year anniversary? Most
3: of the theaters that we played in, I think that this is our like
5: go to. They need to be really cheap and they need to somehow <laughs> disappear as Chicago <laughs> builds something on top of them, usually because they're condemned.
3: <laughs> Trapdoor's still around, though. Trapdoor still exists. Some of them are still here. Yeah. It was called Studio B.
6: Oh, yeah.
2: And it was on 3110 North Sheffield. There I found you. an email invite to people to go to the show. Cause I don't delete emails.
0: That's <laughs> like, uh, that's near like where Medusa's was and what's the oh, the Sheffield's bar, right? Anyway, um, Steve,
4: I
7: was too concentrated on my craft to remember those details. <laughs> yes. I, well, I was too focused. I, I get <laughs> it. I get it. Yes. I had to take my shirt off in that one. So. Despite Lord. Regan's objections.
0: There's a there's a long running theme of nudity in your comedy. <laughs> the world demands
8: the pole the pole dancing and holstead. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Built-in audience. Uh, now uh, was it, now for your anniversary shows, do you guys like just reprise old sketches or were you trying to go out with new material or
3: we did our original form, which is like a 25-minute basic one, we did two sets of that, and then we did our favorite sketches. Oh, wow. It was great. great and, show. We introduced new generations to Hippo, Horsey, Donkey, Monkey.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the crowds were good. Yeah, it was full. Um, at, Right after that, you guys did a show, and uh, a new person uh, showed up. Uh, to three new people, oh, three new people. Mm-hmm. For there will be cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was your first long form show. Yeah, yeah Regan, why don't you
3: talk about that? Uh, sure. Yeah, this is. I think we, this was starting the
5: the improv era that was outside of bars, <laughs> which was. Hey, I think Len and Chris were like, "What if we did a show that?" had like a plot and i was like yes we (laughs) could we could do that um and i had worked with len on a on a show with a slightly different group but halstead was still part of it um that was set in a bookstore and so we took sort of a similar approach which was like think of it like a on the spot sitcom where every week you would get to see these characters try and go through something. And that one was a wedding. There will be cake. We had real props. We served actual cake to the audience. Awesome. We used Sprite instead of champagne was the only thing we gimped on. Uh, But every week it was a real, like a full wedding reception, except that you never saw the bride and groom. (laughs) Uh, And Len, I think this was your idea. You came up with this brilliant thing of Hey, we should have a musical guest be the band's mu- uh, the wedding musician because they'll bring people. Yes. <laughs> and we should have a guest improviser each week because they'll bring people. Because hey, oh, Len's got them. that producer mindset that I don't have. And it's great. <laughs> uh, so we always had like a new group of people that, you know, they came to maybe one rehearsal. They kind of knew the format that we were going for. But a new group of people to like keep everybody on their toes was always
3: really fun, and we had opening uh, groups too. Yeah. Oh yeah, opening groups because they bring people. That's right.
6: And also, or, to or see... sometimes
7: they don't bring anybody, and they do their show and they're bad, and then they go outside and talk real loudly while you're trying to do their show, and you want to murder them. <laughs> Legendary.
6: <Bless you, babe. laughs>
9: I was going to look on the bright side and say, also, we love seeing new up and coming talent and giving people stage time. (laughs) Sometimes it
4: works
5: like that. that. Uh,
4: Uh,
5: but it was great. Uh, things that we definitely learned from that show, um, getting Sprite in your eye really (laughs) (laughs) burns.
2: Was that from that show or was that
5: from the bar show? no it was that show because i i stopped allowing us to use props afterwards
2: so so (laughs) allegedly i threw sprite in eric ramson's face uh one week and the crowd loved it so allegedly i threw sprite in regan's face the next show
5: uh here's this it was by allegedly means actually happened (laughs) yeah uh The reason why I thought we should have real props for the first long-form improv show is because I had done improv with Len for long enough that I said, he cannot pantomime. (laughs) I'm gonna use real props.
1: I remember pantomiming at rehearsals. And yeah, same thing, it wasn't working out very well.
2: Guys, it's called space work.
1: Object work. (laughs) Object work. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, that really
5: became like... our format for for a number of shows. Like, we found a real love of, and we kind of refined it to like a three act structure, where it was like, okay, we've got a a way that became unique to us as a group of like, we can tell really cool and interesting stories that allow for some craziness to happen and feel rewarding. And the, for me, the best like um, reaction. Was so many people would come and see that show and be like, man, I love how you guys wrote that one thing. And (laughs)
3: you know,
5: obviously that was always great. When people were like, no, it's gonna be different next week. What do you mean?
6: Mm.
9: Yeah. I think so. This is around when I joined. I joined the next year for the bar show. And what was so fun for me about that was I was taking classes at IO at that time. So I was learning the Herald. And I feel like the Herald involved, it's so much thinking that you have to do. And while this involves thinking, there's a lot of the, this, I feel like involved more acting and reacting and really excellent character work. And what I loved about being in these shows is really developing a character and bringing back these characters week after week. And I thought this is like a crash course in what Second City should be.
0: Yeah, it seems like with long form, you get to like kind of like stretch your acting, you know, flex your acting chops a little bit more. Absolutely. That show.
1: That was theater was my background. Um, That's what I had my undergrad in. so I really enjoyed the long form as well because it felt more like theater.
0: Yeah. But it's still like, I mean, what are the what I mean, does anyone here prefer sketch shows to long form? Because there's advantages to doing sketch shows too. I mean, you you can. I mean,
8: I like sketch much better. But I will. When I came to LA, we did a different kind of long form. We had this show called Scandal at Acme Comedy Theater, which you played a character. You created a character and you played that same character um, every week. And then they had an announcer that would announce like what's going on in the town. And you would bring two of the characters together, and then they would do an improv scene. So that was kind of great. Because even though it was improv, you got to play the same character for an eight week run show. So that was really cool.
7: Yeah. That's that's what we did. We didn't do that in the There Will Be Cake. There will be Cake were different every week. But Watering Hall, we played the same character every week.
9: Yeah, that's when that yeah. So that's And when Sammy
7: that's was the, the worst person of all time in that show. She got <laughs> <progressively laughs> the worst,
0: worst person of all
7: time. Like borderline racist, drunk. <laughs>
9: oh scary. yes i was you're right i was,
2: yeah. if was on, you would verify that eric ramson's wife yeah was the worst character she never appeared in the zoom but she was uh spoke about frequently yeah. Yeah,
9: well. by me mm. and that was the origination of the c word being used on stage <laughs> and it is not a word i use in my real life so the fact that it became such a thing, and I became so closely associated with it—how long ago was that? That was 2015. So eight no,
0: years 2016. later,
9: 2016. So seven yeah. years later, and people still try to get me to say the c-word on stage.
0: Len uh, warned me that. Now
9: that might... I know, <laughs>
0: Len <laughs> warned me you might try to slip it in tonight's uh, <laughs> watch out. She's gonna show her business card instead. Oh God! (laughs) Um, um, So yeah,
5: I think that the bar show was uh, was the watering hole, but it was same like like you were saying. You got to play the same character every week. Was it more fun to play the same character every week for people than to switch it off every week?
1: Well,
6: I
3: like. Oh, sorry. Go, Josie.
1: And I was gonna say, I like playing the same character every week um, because then you. You learn more about the character. Well, you get to learn more about all the other characters too, with then how you're going to interact with those other characters. Um, so yeah, I I like playing the same character every week. You could of the
6: long
2: form improv shows we've done uh, of our new our new form that we do uh, the bar show the watering hole was my favorite of them um, because of I thought the characters were all fun and interacted well. Len and Jason's dynamic was great in that show. Uh, There was just good relationships that you didn't need to know anything that had happened the week before and you could tune in and watch it like old school sitcoms where, like, you could just laugh if you knew the characters, because there was no through line plot that you had to follow. Right, Um, so they're just characters that know each other well enough and just react kind of like a cheers episode, if you will. you know, if you know the through line, sure, you can have some fun with some of the characters' growth. But if you didn't, you still enjoyed each episode.
9: Yeah. I had friends who came every week, not just to support me, but because they were interested in seeing what was going on. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's one of the best compliments.
0: Absolutely. Or indirect
9: compliments we had.
0: Absolutely. What were some of the, like, your favorite sketches or moments or characters from that, from that show?
1: Well, I believe Jason, he also performed with his shirt off a lot. Jason (laughs) loves taking his shirt off. (laughs) He does. But he ended up singing um, Chasing Sidewalks by Adele in a very nice way. It wasn't trying to be like comical. It was really real to his character. Was he trying to woo someone? I don't remember. Yeah, I I Um, think yeah but it was a very nice moment maybe
2: carly's uh, character he was
7: trying
1: i was gonna
9: say it had to been carly yeah
2: carly was in All right because he was always trying to move carly yeah in person and And, carly was
7: actually an awful person in that too it was like the bar of horrible people uh (laughs)
2: josie died and was really rich but
7: i I forgot
1: about that yeah yeah i killed
2: you while you were there (laughs) one week i just made you die and left us a lot of money
9: yep i forgot about that yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think I think my character was a pretty big gold digger.
3: Hooray!
9: Yay, yeah. <laughs> I just remember she was just terrible and said mean things.
3: Yep.
9: Len, I remember you served me a jug of wine one night. and You had a giant a,
7: glass for you.
9: <laughs> yeah, you had a specific giant glass. And keep in mind, Len hates object work. So <laughs> he... Why? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's my favorite either. So I'm going to go off on a tangent here. It's not my favorite either. I
7: believe in the theater of the mind, everyone. So enough with the Len bashing.
9: I'm not bashing. We all have our thing.
0: You're bashing a little, just a little bit.
9: That's it's not a Len's nice podcast. way to speak you to your <laughs> But in all seriousness, I, I feel object work is a little it's I don't want to say that it's hard it's not that it's so hard it's just no. it's every week it was when I when I took improv classes object work the object work session was always the most tedious because inevitably being
8: nice annoying
9: <laughs> it was annoying
0: I was like terrible at it
3: well
9: <laughs> One of the common exercises is you have to build a room. And then the theory, the thinking behind it is if you are specific enough with your actions, someone else will be able to comment exactly. I hope people are watching this and seeing Mike drink out of a very tiny teacup with a pinky yeah. up. But it's, it's an audio
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I know.
9: They're recording. I don't know. There are some podcasts available on YouTube.
0: Well, uh, we can make it
7: available on... Uh, we can't, though, because Josie will pull people into her void
2: put <laughs>
9: it on YouTube. I put on lipstick for this, damn it! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, one um, shirt's on, that's how I know it's on <laughs> <audience. laughs>
9: But in all seriousness, I think it, it's it's very... it's Like Gamble said, it's very tedious, it's very annoying, and you have to follow... Some so somebody builds a room and then you have to follow and interact with the space and usually add something and then the next person goes and the next person goes. And I remember being in a class where somebody somebody set up a bong, which is something I've never done. a bong. And I'm not just saying that a bong B-O-N G think
2: like, the original improviser who set up the bomb had done it before.
9: Yes, I had never done it before. I've I, I've never I, I've never partaken and blah blah blah. Anyone who wants to Oh,
2: you, do you said Bong. I heard bomb.
4: Like
10: <laughs> I heard bomb too. I was like, no, wait, what type of theater school did you go to? <laughs> We're all so <laughs> And we've done it before. It's <laughs> like, the like, I've this
6: never school of acting. A back of Sammy a took class with
7: Ted Kaczynski. <laughs>
6: yeah.
9: like, no, like, a bong. <laughs>
2: Yes, I got you now.
9: (laughs) Sorry, I haven't. It's my Chicago accent. Although we all have them on here. So I don't know why mine is sticking out. But yes, a bomb. No, Gamble's from
3: Philly. (laughs) I dropped that one, though.
2: (laughs) She does not admit that ever. Oh, really? Sorry. She's like, I went to school uh, next to Notre Dame. And then I lived in Chicago. And now I live in Calabasas.
8: I went, to, I went to I went to high school with Pink, and when oh, she used to cool. say that she was from Philadelphia, we're like, "No, you weren't. You from the suburbs? A very privileged part."
9: Wait, we're in we're in Philly, uh, Bucks County. Okay. Um, I have well, my husband's family is out there, so I know okay, Bucks yeah. County decently, like Doylestown,
8: and like New yeah, Hope and
9: yeah, few,
8: yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. my dorm. I just came
9: to- back from there a week ago. I oh, used nice. to say Water and. Hilarious
8: water? and orange and, yeah, oh, water. Did you get a water ice? And,
9: oh, yeah. So what I say when I try to get into my Philly accent, and I'll end the tangent soon Is all right, <laughs> give me a second.
7: I say. Regan, direct this, please.
9: <laughs> I go, well, I went down to the Wawa to get a hoagie. Then she called yeah. me on the phone to see if I could get her a bottle of water on my way home when I was driving on street road. Yes, there you go. Thank
5: you. I want to hear from Gina. Long story short, it was hard.
7: Gina, your time is going. <laughs> your time is going.
5: <laughs> Put away yeah, the room. I world. was to say, I want to I get to Gina.
10: Oh. I think the first show I did was The Office Show, right? Yeah. Where we were in an improvised office.
6: And I think my character,
10: I think my character just cried for the whole first episode because <laughs> I'd just gotten broken up with. <laughs> so every time I was on stage, I was just violently weeping. It was so attractive. <laughs> so attractive.
2: One of my favorite parts about The Office Show is that if you, when we wanted the show to end, someone had to figure out a way to get off stage, climb a ladder, get up to where <laughs> the light booth was, and pull the lights. So if you missed the greatest joke ever while climbing the ladder, then the group just had to wait and try and make something else happen that was humorous or tied the story together. Because <laughs> it's like, sorry, I missed a rung on the
4: ladder.
5: I feel like. Yeah, that. Th- I think the challenge of, like, this long-form, like, three-act format is that, you know, it starts off and it's, like, these small, beautiful individual scenes where they build their characters and what's going on between them, and then by the end, it's, like, pure chaos as everybody's on stage together. And you really do, like, you want to end it on a really good closer or button, uh, but we never could, like, we never had a dedicated stage person, stage manager, so it was always one of us. If I was there, I would do it. And otherwise, yeah, that office show was at um,
6: Bug on house.
5: Park. The Bug, Bug House. house. The Bug house. You did. You yeah. had to like climb a ladder. So we would always fire someone in the third <laughs> yes. act so that they could run the lights. <laughs> that is, <right.
6: laughs>
10: is that the one where when we'd want to pivot to a musical guest, we'd be like, "Oh, listen to this great song on the radio." Yeah. Turn
3: yes. the radio up. Yeah. You bet. <laughs>
10: <laughs> yeah,
1: it was a lot easier to have a musical guest at the wedding or at the bar yeah. than in an office.
9: I feel like the bar show was like a sitcom, and it felt like the office show was more a bit of a surreal, madcap farce. Good way to put it. Yeah.
1: It was
3: I, very I feel chaotic. Like I, yeah, this was in my face of, like,
5: I called it sad prof. That I was like, I would, a lot of the shows that I ended up directing was like, character, like dramas that happened to be improvised. And so The Office, we were trying to find like, what's the reason why people would be together? And we, inadvertently, I felt like with The Office, it was just like, everybody's sad and doesn't really want to be at this office. And so every story was like, pathos.
7: Was didn't character show up because she had nothing better to do? Yeah. She didn't really work there?
1: Yeah, I had either quit <laughs> or been fired or something, and but I I kept coming back. Yeah, because um, yeah, I had nothing else to do.
5: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Len, did you get? You would like start stealing things from the off from the office. Oh yeah, every show. like yeah. every
10: week like would end with maniac. you
5: carting away fax machines. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: Yep. That was <laughs> that was my thing. I would carry stuff off stage. <laughs>
5: Which was great because we didn't have to strike the set afterwards. Yeah. Len took care yeah. of it for us.
0: Clear everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just ripe for, uh, was that at all inspired by the, what, what inspired you guys to choose the office as a setting? Was it just because of the.
7: I don't remember. Maybe just because like Regan said, that's a place where, you know, people have to be together.
0: Congregate, right.
7: So you don't have to have yeah. any exposition. They're just
5: here because they're at work
4: we were trying to find reasons
5: like why there would be conflict and I think like the wedding was a like was a great first one because there's always some underlying tension at a wedding
6: Mm -hmm. right
5: and then the bar was like everybody's you know it's like cheers are always sunny in Philadelphia now where it's like they're all broken people at the office we did not realize just how broken office workers actually are
6: until we
4: did a show for six weeks
10: I think I'm oh, sorry go ahead oh, I was going to say I think my character ended up super happy I think I married Jason's character yeah you were um, pregnant fantastic. you were I pregnant, pregnant by and with Jason end of it. like a full character arc like dumped gonna walk straight into traffic to like six weeks <laughs> later like we're having a baby like it was a real magical affair <laughs>
0: uh that is that is awesome jason's
2: been hoping that's going to happen to him with (laughs) any of the
0: actresses
6: in the shows
0: (laughs) it was um now what was uh go set the table that was like now that is the uh family uh family holiday so people are getting together during the holidays and then all kinds of madness ensues
6: yeah
0: Yeah, that was a lot you
5: were starting to explain it do you want to explain it Okay. oh
10: yeah it was we i mean it was we all played we were a family and i don't think you were part of the family land i think you were just a random person that got invited was, and just i was your neighbor out. who worked you overnight at walmart oh that's yes. right that's right and took the and bus Claw. there with strippers yes on the regular <laughs> and i was babs and i was married to oh gosh what was adam's yeah. character's name I don't remember his name in the show, and we were we we hosted every party, and so like everyone would just show up, and I hated hosting. I remember being like, "Ugh, they're coming again," but then like by the end of it, it'd be like it was just madness. I, th- I you think that was very my favorite.
3: mean to my
7: character, Gina.
10: I know. <laughs> I, was. I think I was also drunk most of the time too. I think I used the <laughs> excuse to just holiday, get intoxicated.
2: Your but character. I Not the The character.
10: Yes, 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 yes. I do think we did, like, what, Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's, Fourth of July, but I really remember doing, like, a random, am I crazy that we did a random holiday that was, like, kind of, am I losing my mind? I don't know. We did
9: Halloween, and I think we we did, did. and I think it was also funny (laughs) because it was springtime and doing Christmas, and I think we did a Passover slash Easter. We did Passover.
6: We did, we did. Yeah. Yep.
9: But I think the fact that it was Passover and Easter made it very chaotic. Um yes. Easter. Yeah. <laughs> and and that think... was the one that was the one Elvira joined us for. And oh gosh, she's yeah. she's a fantastic improviser and she played the long lost Russian cousin. And I think
2: I, I think I was in love with her. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Was like, she was fantastic. Well, no, she was she, she was, was so a cousin. Good. Well, I didn't know she was a cousin. So.
10: That's right. We weren't and,
2: certain she was a cousin. We thought she was adopted.
10: Right. I think we were trying to figure that out in one episode, if she was a cousin or if she was adopted. I think that was one of the plot points.
2: Like, uh, yeah. Now, that is a hippo horsey donkey, monkey member that went to L.A. and made something of herself. No offense, really, yeah. uh, as she <laughs> She has directed a bunch of TV shows for Nickelodeon at this point.
10: Yeah. She's doing so well. It's awesome.
2: Wow. Yeah.
9: So one of my favorite things in Regan, my friends still talk about this. Um, I played a super woke person, woman, and Regan played my, well, by the end of the show, fiance, and his name was, and he, and I made a big deal of the fact that he was a Kennedy and his name was Kennedy 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 but his middle name was spelled with a c so that it wasn't kkk so he was kck
6: <laughs> and my friends still talk about
9: this and they it's say how right? is kck they always ask about you they <laughs> just wow. want an excuse
6: that's amazing i forgot yeah. about that
5: yeah that was you know, the opening night cuz i guested for that and and we yes. had like the uh it was like a straight up you know romantic comedy of him trying to ask the parents permission blessing Without actually doing it, because she would have said no if he did.
9: Because I was a uh, super woke feminist. <laughs>
7: that was a really good dynamic, Gina. You and Sammy and Adam, oh, you guys really so felt. Weird. You guys really felt like a family. And what I liked about that one was, we had, we just had a table set up, and at every show we would end up being drawn to the table at the end. So it was good for having cleaner endings, like what Regan was talking about. I felt yeah. like
3: that show the endings were pretty sharp
0: that's always the toughest thing about improv shows is finding that button or yes how to end it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i I, I, I think
7: one show i was yelling at regan that he was a bleeder and that was our blackout
10: (laughs) i just remember at that show there was another show going on like kitty corner to where we were and they were constantly like, you guys better not talk in this room or we're going to find you. And they were like, you guys have to be very quiet because there was like, we had like a performer's entrance and then there was like some strange artistic show going on in the theater next to us. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was very yeah. interesting.
7: It was jealousy.
10: Obviously. Pure, jeal- <laughs> pure <laughs> jealousy. Because we had pure. the
9: main, I mean, we had the main stage for that
10: one. True. Our door said performers entrance. Their door was just an anonymous white door that could have led to anything.
7: I put a note on there, talk loudly over them on
4: their door.
0: So. <laughs> also, here's a gong for you to bang. <laughs> uh What about um, talk show? Now, that was in <laughs> 2019.
9: Yeah, um, late November. Or no, late in the year. So we did that one in the fall. And looking back, what excellent timing that we did something in the fall of 2019.
0: Oh, no kidding.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we
5: brought about the pandemic. <laughs> if
2: Carly Rae Jepsen had just shown up,
4: <laughs>
5: it
2: just, it wouldn't have had, the pandemic
7: would not have happened. That's just Regan doing more sad, up
0: <laughs> COVID through comedy.
7: <laughs>
0: but the, was- the talk
7: show one was different because we 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 did... Everybody had a star show. Like we had a main person each week. Like uh, Chris, tell tell what you did in your first one.
2: I forget the whole name of it, but it was the Plano something Hootenanny. Um, And it was public access television uh, variety show um, in Plano, Illinois. And (laughs) uh, my cousin was getting Carly Rae Jepsen to come be the uh, star of the show. And uh, then, we just had different segments and adam did a conspiracy theory corner um (laughs) josie did i mean uh sammy did the greatest uh thing it's my it might be my favorite thing we've ever done um i'm not sure it was the audience's favorite but it's (laughs) my favorite is she came out and tap danced to jolene and we did not cut edit jolene we did the whole (laughs) song and Sammy followed the wonderful rule of comedy, which is try your hardest. Do not fake like you're bad. Uh, try your hardest. <laughs> and she knew, I believe you said three steps.
9: Yeah. Uh, I am not, the, not a dancer. A dance? I am not a dancer by any means. I, I just, in high school, took dance so that I didn't have to play volleyball again for gym class.
7: We so all I, know the dancer is in the group. Oh, boy. <laughs> Len. Oh, boy.
9: But right. I do not I do not dance, I do not sing. And I did both in that show. It but... was amazing.
2: <laughs> it was amazing because she just kept going and the audience was laughing and laughing and then there's this lull of laughter <laughs> at which point in time I find it absolutely <laughs> hilarious that they've stopped laughing and it just keeps going and then they started laughing again. And I uh, set the alleged uh, world record for longest marshmallow toss in a uh, fake... <laughs> Uh, TV show from the back of the audience to the front. It only took like five tries,
6: but I caught <laughs> it in mouth.
9: The fun thing of the other fun thing about that was my sister is my sister in law is a prof. I mean, basically a professional dancer. She studied dance, she has a, dan- a master's in dance education. And I said, Can I please borrow tap shoes? And she brought them over and she goes, Do you know what you're doing? And I said, No. <laughs> And don't tell me anything. <laughs> and she was a little confused, but she said, okay.
6: You did great,
5: Joe. Yeah. You did great there, Sammy. Thank you. And every week was a totally different type of talk show. So we went and like planned out like this is a, what a public access show would be. This is a late night talk show. This is what a um, really flighty you know, like, morning um, Tony Robbins-esque, like, advice show would be. Here's the Ellie Ripa talk show. And so each one got, like, a different um, cast member to, like, be the star, and we would rehearse their show. But it really felt like you're in the audience watching this talk show that, you know, I, I definitely remember the morning show with the two hosts, that absolutely hated each other, but had a really weird sexual tension, <laughs> and then their producer that we just yeah, man, man. made do the most terrible things.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I guessed it on that because I I had moved out of Chicago, and I guessed it for your show, right, Len?
4: Were you
2: mm, were you in that one? I did. I did. It was it was, was, it was uh, canceled for Smush, I
9: believe. Was Jack, that Lincoln. It? Jack Lincoln. Jack Lincoln yes like the classic late night show like the jay leno yeah johnny carson type of guy that was that was one of my
3: favorite shows ever
9: that was great that one was really top-notch and are we bringing that back for the reunion
3: no no.
7: (laughs) we have we're full we're full i wish we could but
0: we're gonna get to the anniversary show the new one in a second but so then, the pandemic obviously hit, and yeah, so that was not our funniest show. No, no, uh, and Regan uh, liked it though. <laughs> but in uh, this year, earlier this year, you guys did Friends Forever, so you returned after a four-year absence and did your improvised high school reunion. Yes, yeah. was it was it strange to do it again after being gone so long? I mean, it had to have been.
9: It was. It was hard. I was, I was nervous that I forgot how to do improv (laughs) and I'm not trying to be funny, but I really did worry that I forgot to do. And I hadn't practiced. I'm a big believer in rehearsing. I will rehearse even the smallest thing. So the fact that I hadn't exercised those muscles in so long made me really nervous. And I think in my first rehearsal, I think I flubbed my, I just, my first rehearsal was just awful. But then I was like, okay, I, I got that out of my system. Now I can move forward. And then I felt like I got my feet back under me. And it was just, it was just really nice to see everybody again. I missed you all. Even you, me. Christopher.
0: <laughs> Love you.
9: <laughs>
0: Some things you just don't forget. And, uh, <laughs> now, uh. Now talk about this high school reunion. Was that just, uh, uh, it sounds like it's pretty self-explanatory in terms of people coming back 20 year reunion. Some people, meth dealers, (laughs) other, uh, uh, success dealers.
9: Mm -hmm. Yes. That one. yeah. So this one was a little bit more like there will be cake, uh, in that it was a different group of people. It was a different high school every week. We had a, we had a Catholic school, we had a reform school, we had a public school and we did different, yeah, different characters every week. Space um, camp, Yes. Space camp. That one was kind of interesting. <laughs> Mike, were you at any of those? I feel like I saw you at one of those.
0: I, I think, I, I think I went to, I know I went to go set the table and I think I went to, uh, and I think I went to talk show and I think I went to Friends Forever as well.
9: Didn't you come to Friends Forever? Len, can you confirm or deny?
7: I don't think I don't think he came to that, but his memory's not real good. So Yeah. I know he was at Ghost At the Table, because I remember you brought your son. I, I remember, yeah,
9: I remember, remember so. you coming was, to that you, that which one. you
0: really dug. And uh, yeah. So I might have uh, I might maybe I did not uh, Get to the high school reunion one.
9: For shame!
0: Yeah, I will not miss the 20th anniversary. You I better will.
9: not. <laughs> You'd be a really terrible co-host.
2: <laughs> no pressure. Really would be. Also, right, everyone listening, anniversary really in the anniversary show uh, sounds really
0: interesting. I I got a thing. Can't make it. Uh, good you
9: know what? We should do. If he misses it, I want to call into the podcast after the reunion show and just berate you for 20 minutes. <laughs>
0: 20 minutes
9: 20 minutes i have it in me
5: it's a tap dance berating it's gonna take a very long time.
0: <laughs> it'll be it'll We're be a, like modern... a quick quick and intense five minute berating i mean no it'll be a in
9: modern, modern dance form
10: <laughs> or to the tune of jolie you can only berate him in the tune of jolie
3: there we go mm-hmm. oh. Gina,
2: your your picture is now a still picture of you. I thought it was you live in some really really artsy pose until I saw what building is behind.
10: <laughs> Can you imagine? It just gets more and more artistic as time goes on. You're like Indiana
2: what you doing got a about? lot more interesting.
10: <laughs>
0: much, much cooler. Uh, so so talk about the uh, the upcoming anniversary show on the on the twenty on the 29th. What uh, what are the big plans for that one? Or, or would there be too many spoilers.
3: Well, we don't have it completely.
7: We pretty much know what we're gonna do, but we don't have it completely formed. We don't have the running order all set yet. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting that Gamble's gonna be their number
2: one.
6: That's, That's so exciting. That is exciting.
2: And Gina's coming. We got two out-of-state people. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty big deal. So very excited
7: to see those two in-person and not just on Zoom gamble talk a little bit we're gonna um i don't know if gamble really i i
8: don't
7: even are were you okay with me asking you to do stand up in this
8: oh god yeah yeah i just um, yeah. yeah talk about your started...
2: stand up a little bit i
4: just yeah, saw I just... her
2: perform at the laugh factory
8: i know he right? surprised awesome. me that yeah the improv the improv
3: oh it's the improv uh, yeah I... hey buddy Sorry.
8: he's wearing a titanic hat
3: Uh-oh. oh
8: <laughs> that's awkward that's like one
3: of josie's <laughs> too soon
8: and he wanted to, ha- yeah. He wanted to, he, he has his birthdays in two weeks, and he was going to have a Titanic themed party. I'm really glad we nixed it.
6: <laughs> um, oh no!
0: Uh, oh boy, wow. he's going to be seven. Yeah, let's go down to the bottom of the ocean and see it. Let's not.
8: <laughs> no. no. Uh, yeah, I'm. I I stand up. So just recently, I did a show with Tignataro. So uh, wow. Yeah, and it was kind of funny because they had me close the show. no pressure i insisted gamble i mean a few calls yeah she's like you know i kind of want to go in the middle i'm like they're like so gamble you're gonna headline the show i was like oh my god (laughs) but i it was a dream come true because whenever someone would ask me who my favorite stand-up comic was i'd always say tig so
0: what's Tig? yeah i
8: mean what's
0: she like what's she like
8: like what you would think wonderful i mean so sweet and uh down to earth and uh yeah she was great and we talked about our uh, I just have Mac but she has two um, sons or twins that are the same age as him so awesome. yeah it was really cool
0: super cool mm-hmm.
8: yeah. so you'll be
0: doing a little bit of that Are you doing yes. do a little bit of stand up then oh, awesome
8: yeah her and, mm-hmm.
0: her and Jason
7: because Jason's done tons of stand up too so that's going to be really fun yeah I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad I'm asking you now if you're okay with it
8: Oh my yes, please, please. (laughs) That's what I do. Yeah. And and
7: Gamble will join us for our original form too, which will be fun.
0: And and Jason's doing an original number too, I see.
7: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sketch, some of our favorite sketches. I found them. Excellent. I I was panicking because I'm like, where are all the sketches? And they were in the corner in my garage with trees and all sorts of things piled on this and a note that says do not touch this len but i figured it out
0: it's a lens sophisticated (laughs) filing system
7: (laughs) i had to find a
5: script for shirtless
7: larry
0: because (laughs)
7: regan's not going to be in the show and he insisted at least have that in the show
5: look if i can't see you shirtless everyone else must
9: (laughs) (laughs) so are you playing shirtless larry
5: mr len yep
1: We'll have to take some still photos and load them up and send them to you, Regan. You can put Hi, the- High
7: res for Regan.
1: <laughs> It'd it go very well with the yep. artwork you have behind you now. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yes, I'll you blow go. them up to canvases. Right above the Grand space. Tour
7: shirtless lens. Yeah. Yep.
6: I'll
5: what's replace the, all uh, these canvas art pieces with just one nipple of lens. <laughs> That's
7: what's fair.
0: The- What's the sure. uh, Chris Murphy sketch?
5: I don't know yet.
7: Has oh. it been written? He said he's going to have it to me today. <laughs>
6: <laughs> he's, he's still on the
7: He's got two and a half hours. He's not on the podcast because he wrote and directed a sketch show that I saw last week. And he's doing it again tonight.
3: Mm.
7: And then he, he's also, the show is going to be at Second City in September for a few weeks. Oh. And he's a really funny guy, so I'm expecting something really good.
0: That's a, that's not Christian Murphy from that he was, he did, he did factory shows and he No, he's young. Getting, Chris a, Murphy, he's like 29.
7: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Yeah. And it says here you're closing out with watering hole.
3: Yeah, that's the show we were talking about. The bar show. Yeah. So it's basically gonna be opening number,
7: improv stand-up and sketches, and a couple other things. There's mm-hmm. got to be some surprises, beef.
4: I, I, I just a spoiler.
9: <laughs> we need to tempt you to come so that you're not a bad co-host. So Sammy doesn't yell at you for 20 <laughs>
0: minutes. 20-minute berating phone call.
7: I think you should do it anyway, Sammy. I'm going to tell you, tell you he wasn't there
0: anyways, just to hear it. I mean, got, I'll be
9: there, so I'll be able to confirm it with my own two eyes.
0: But I was there, Sammy. Why are you berating me? <laughs>
9: <As> I can. <laughs> I just don't like people from Cleveland.
0: No, no one does. <laughs> and
3: uh, well, yeah, Watering Hole is going to be the closer because we're going to have an intermission. So it's going to be all that stuff. A brief intermission watering hole to end it. Very cool.
7: Oh, Christopher is also so- doing, uh, tell him about your streaming thing.
2: Well, so uh, before one of our last high school reunion shows, we didn't have an opening act, right? And that how I ended up doing it? No, you had to do it because we had to have a scene
7: where only one person was in it.
3: Oh, that's we right. We had an odd so, number.
2: So we had an odd number of characters and we like to do two person scenes to start the show. So I did a one person scene because again, my ego was there. Uh, And uh, so it was me as this Boston uh, streamer who was living in his mom's basement and I just put my phone number up and told everyone in the audience to uh, feel free to comment on the stream of the video game I was playing while I was killing people. And then I interact with the audience and uh, sometimes cast members who also text so it turned turned out really it was really fun so we're gonna bring it back and see see how we do a second time with it uh that was
9: fun it could be empire
2: strikes back or it could be goonies too
9: i was gonna say
1: it could be throwing sprite in regan's face
2: well it was actually really funny for everyone but regan
9: (laughs) i'm trying to
0: flying flying liquids always hilarious
2: I might bring Sprite to the show.
9: So this is Caesar. I so this is from the night we did that, and I think I sent him about (laughs) twenty-five texts in the span of three minutes, just saying the most vile, awful things I could.
2: Like the internet.
9: (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Like
0: Twitter.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there we go. So that's kind of what it is. Everybody in the audience gets to bring their uh, troll game.
1: Oh, man. You're brave giving people your, your real number there.
2: I know. Man. I'm hoping for nudes.
1: <laughs> oh, Jason? Someone?
2: You're hoping for news? <laughs> The audience members? I don't know. Somebody.
0: Uh, any, uh, <laughs> anything else about the anniversary show that we've not covered?
3: Um, there's going to be 12 of us. Okay. Everyone who's on the podcast except for Regan. Mm
7: -hmm. Rub it in. Chris Murphy, who we mentioned.
3: Jason, who we mentioned. Uh, Casey, who's our newest member. Really funny. Who else am I I
7: missing? Uh, Adam. Oh, Justin Mark. Very funny. Nick Simon. And And Adam.
6: Oh, Adam. 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 Adam.
2: All-Star.
3: Who produced the show?
2: He's in London, or he would be joining us. He's going to watch the Cubs play on Sunday. Yep. So
7: finding stuff for everybody. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tell everyone you know to come.
2: Yeah. Just for Gamble alone, right, Gamble? Yeah.
8: (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah.
2: When was the last time you did stand-up in Chicago, Gamble?
8: I've never done stand-up
3: and show that. I know. I
8: actually am going to try to do some shows like on Thursday because I'm coming in on a Wednesday.
3: Yeah. The
5: Chicago premiere of Megan Gamble's stand-up is this reunion show. Yeah.
4: Mm -hmm.
5: Here's the thing. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast where we (laughs) attempt to talk about funny things that we did as if you could understand them, when you actually see the funny stuff you should just come to the show it'll be great <laughs>
7: thanks for that
5: great endorsement regan.
0: It's, uh, it's july. July.
7: me and regan are no longer friends after this podcast
4: but
0: that's <laughs> that is july 29th at the greenhouse theater 2257 north lincoln seven thirty p.m Uh, Details are coming soon on how to purchase those tickets.
7: Tickets will be available soon on the Greenhouse Theater website. You can friend Hippo Horsey Donkey Monkey on Facebook. You can follow us, our page on Facebook, and you can follow us on Instagram, which Sammy is going to be loaded with nonstop content, beginning with when this podcast ends. Absolutely.
9: because I don't have any other responsibilities.
2: Children, whatever, <laughs> they can take care of themselves. <laughs> with there's... How
0: much well, money really, just do you get paid from Hippo,
2: Horsey, Donkey, <laughs> Monkey? You can uh, take the time.
9: What did you, Chris, I didn't hear a word of what you said.
2: Uh, I said, with how much you get paid from Hippo, Horsey, Donkey, Monkey, you have plenty of time to do it.
9: Seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I net out at seven dollars at the end of a show, I think.
0: That's more than that. <laughs>
3: You <laughs> just made it all awkward. Yeah,
4: yeah.
3: I really. Well, and speaking I'm of feeling, Len, not that
9: point, bad
7: for me now. Well,
9: okay. I want to say something nice about Len. Oh, Len is the heart and soul of this group. Yes, Len is the mm-hmm. one who keeps things going. Mm-hmm. Len is always enthusiastic. Len wants to get us on stage. Len is like, "That was fun. When's the next one?" And I think I've been in other. I've been in other groups in Chicago and. Things change, groups fall apart, new groups form all the time. To have 20 years and people who are still in touch—that's a big deal. No wonder we're doing Mm -hmm. a 20-year anniversary show. It's
3: true, and I
9: think—and I really think that that's because of Len. You know what, Len? I'm not not going to call you the heart (laughs) and soul. I'm going to call you. The glue, which is what they called Phil Hartman on Saturday Night Live.
5: It it is true. Len is honestly one of the funniest and most lovely people that I've ever had the honor of sharing a stage with. He is what sticks the hippo to the horsey, Mm -hmm. to the
0: donkey and the monkey. (laughs) Len, I told you, Phil Hartman is funny see how that works
9: you don't like phil hartman
0: anyways uh oh, okay <gasps>
9: <exactly laughs> everything
5: nice we just said
9: wow
0: so, the uh, minute he heard phil hartman he stopped
2: listening to the compliment
0: he, just, <laughs> <laughs> he goes he thought it was a compliment until he, until he threw his name in there and now enemy <laughs> have been made oh uh, well on that wonderful note uh, we're, uh, one, I want to thank everyone for taking the time to, uh, join us on the podcast and plug not only the upcoming show, but just talk about improv and your fabulous 20 year career. And here's to 20 more years. So thanks very much for everyone coming on. And, uh, and we also want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe to us. We're available wherever fine podcasts are found. Uh, so, hit that subscribe button and you can receive outstanding content like the one you just heard tonight twice a week. And then we're also on the social medias we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. We are not on TikTok because we are 50 plus. <laughs> and that's so, please leave us a comment there as well. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Hippo, Horsey, Donkey, Monkey. Best of luck on the anniversary show. I will be there to avoid the 20-minute beratement. So that's uh, July twenty-nine. Thanks, everyone, for listening. When you're ready to listen, put a little jag bags in your ear.